Would you like a copy of Coming Soon, Women's Orgasm Erotica? If so, then follow us on Twitter at the KMQ. Then tag us in a tweet featuring your favorite orgasm face gif. We will send you a copy of Coming Soon, Women's Orgasm Erotica. Eroticism is important. It influences and energizes our entire human experience. Eroticism isn't sex. It's sexuality transformed by our imaginations. We encourage lurid listeners to cultivate eroticism, to play with it, smack it, and rub it down. You are entitled to your sexual self. This show is for adults only and contains erotic stories that sometimes feature provocative characters and intense themes and situations, spanning many literary genres, including action-adventure, science fiction, romance, horror, fantasy, and paranormal. Please listen responsibly. Welcome back to the Kiss Me Quicks Erotica Podcast. This is your host, Rose Carraway. And joining me in the studio is Big Daddy Dave Carraway. Say hey, Big Daddy. Hey, Big Daddy. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for asking. You're just going to have a conversation with yourself now. <laughs> He's doing It's the only way I don't find well. my equals. Oh, oh. oh, you can go ahead and get out of my Boom booth roasted. right now. <laughs> That's one demerit. See how many you get today. <laughs> well, what's going on over here at the KMQ? We got a lot of stuff. I'm going to try to cover it. We have released new audiobooks, primarily coming soon, Women's Orgasm Erotica. If you listen to our intro, we are giving copies of that away right now on Twitter. Tag us in a tweet with your favorite O-Face GIF, and we'll give you a copy until we run out. We've also released... Best Women's Erotica of the Year, Volume 7, featuring stories of sexy surprises and insatiable wives, women who stray and the men who love them, written by Dr. David Lay and narrated by me. Uh, We are also going to be hosting Cuck Week at the end of January, from January 25th to January 31st. We've got cucks, bulls, cuckold dresses, mistresses. Doctors. Doctors, obviously, because we're wanting to celebrate the release of Insatiable Wives. Maybe you're curious about what cuckolding is. Maybe you want to be a cuckoldress. Maybe you just want to know the history of it. Get Insatiable Wives if you do, because that was one of the most fascinating parts that I enjoyed. We've got a lot going on for an entire week. Here at the KMQ, we are going to have an episode a day. That is an erotic cuckold story. A little snippet of interview we did with Dr. David Lay around his new book. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of the individual chapters found in that book. So stay tuned for that. Mark your calendars, January 25th through January 31st. So join us then. We're super excited. But today on the KMQ, why we are here is for a fantastic story that we are taking from one of our latest audiobooks, Coming Soon, Women's Orgasm Erotica. It is titled, 
Love and Porn in a Retirement Home, and written by Claire Cup. This story we thought we would feature on the show because it features folks in a retirement home, and we don't want to leave our, our older audience out. We want to include them, and Big Daddy and I really like this story because it's super sweet, and it's got some pretty funny moments in it, and I think it's good to laugh uh, around sex sometimes, and it's a couple of ladies in a retirement home watching porn, and where the story takes us from there. Maybe there's a hot dude who's caught the eye of a lovely lady by the name of, my eyes are twinkling, her name is Rose. I love that dearly. (laughs) What's fun about this is uh, sex never ends. Sex never ends. Right? Even at that stage of your life, it's still going to be present in your life, hopefully. And even if it's not, it's still going to be there a little bit. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Yeah. It's important to not forget. And life doesn't have to be so humdrum and and dictated by old traditions, you know. Once you reach a certain point in your life, you're like, you know what? To hell with that. I I need to live the life I want to live. I need to get laid. Yeah. (laughs) I need to get laid. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So without further ado, here is Love and Porn in a Retirement Home, written by Claire Cup from one of our latest audiobooks, Coming Soon, Women's Orgasm Erotica. I am so old that even my grandchildren are grown up. They're married and have their own little children. My children are newly retired. They're traveling and helping with the little ones. I'm living in my cozy retirement community. My husband Edward used to live here with me, but he passed away five years ago. He was a dutiful man, a good provider, and a devout Catholic. We slept in separate beds, but that wasn't uncommon during our day. It was difficult accepting that I was a single woman after he died, but I've befriended many other single women in this community, like Gail. Gail sits next to me in the back of the classroom. We're in front of the shiny laptops our families gave us, trying to figure out how the darn things work. My family can't always visit me personally, but they share their stories and photos on social media. I am in this class to learn how to use it. Yesterday, I received an A on my vocabulary exam. For example, a username is a unique name that is used to identify someone on a computer system, computer network, or online account. Spaces are not allowed. Today, I am creating an account on my family's favorite social media website, or simply site. I open the internet browser and navigate to the site. As I type my first name into the field, I hear Gail giggle. She already knows how to use social media. Maybe something funny came up in her feed. I lean over. She is not on social media. A young woman is letting a man film her while she pleasures him with her mouth. I gasp and hit Gail on the shoulder. I whisper, what is this disgusting thing you're watching? What if she were your granddaughter? Gail scrolls down the screen and my stomach knots at a film title. 
What kind of stepmother would do that to her stepson? It's immoral. Gail hushes me. She's not actually his stepmother, Rose. It's pretend. Why on earth would anyone want to pretend that? I really have no idea, she whispers, but lets the film play. Then why are you watching it? She sighs and smiles toward the ceiling. Could you imagine being wanted by a younger man? Someone with unbreakable confidence? Someone with smooth muscles and a vigorous libido? Someone who is... She intently refocuses on the screen. Very good at pleasing a woman? Gail was thoughtful enough to keep the volume off, but I can imagine the sound of the woman shouting while the young man valiantly thrusts his hips between her legs. His buttocks are quite round and firm, and the muscles in his hairless back are tense from his movement. When he sits up, his pelvis turns toward the camera while the woman settles on her hands and knees. I quietly gasp, oh my goodness! He has quite a large penis, long and thick and firm and shining with the woman's arousal. Gail whispers, have you never seen porn before? I swallow hard as sweat beads on my forehead. No, masturbation is a sin in Catholicism, don't you remember? She huffs. What sinful is what those pervert priests did to our children? I won't let them tell me what I could do with my body anymore. The woman's back bows, and she shouts again as the young man inserts himself back inside her. Her breasts sway in rhythm with his energetic thrusts. He grips her hips to firmly hold her while his crotch, also hairless, bounces against her bottom. Veins protrude in her neck, and I imagine how her voice might scratch from the intensity of her cries. Her eyes roll into the back of her head, and her body slumps forward, submitting to the force from the young man's rippling abdomen, his thick arms and thighs. His brow is furrowed in concentration. He studies the woman so intently. He watches how she reacts to all of his actions, like when he circles his hand around her bottom, and when he smacks it hard. I imagine the sound of the slap reverberating in the room while the woman's bottom jiggles and her hips buck. He grabs the woman by her waist and drives himself harder inside her. Her curled hair tangles over her shoulders. Her manicured nails dig into the sheets. Her tongue hangs out while her eyelids droop, and she looks freed from everything but the euphoria brought on by the young man's fervent attention. She shakes and continues to shake longer than I've seen any woman shake. Perhaps because I haven't seen another woman shake. I'm not sure if I've ever shaken. The young man twitches and expels himself directly inside her, and my panties feel wet. Our computer instructor, a local graduate student named Emily, smiles as she approaches us. Gail slams her laptop shut. Emily looks us over, concerned. You okay, ladies? We both anxiously nod. I insist that we are just fine, while Gail exclaims that we're incredible. Emily's concern doesn't waver. She sweetly suggests that we finish our lesson for the day and get some rest. She's patronizing us, like many do to people our age. But at this moment, I am happy to play the frail grandma. 
I need to get far away from Gail's computer and put on a fresh pair of underwear. I grab my laptop and scurry out of the room before bumping into Billy, who is the last man I want to see at this moment. He's been a good friend since my husband died, and during that time, Gail has insisted that we could be more than that. Sometimes I consider it if it's a particularly lonely night, only to feel a warm body next to me. But it can never happen. Getting remarried at my age would be absurd, and Billy is a Lutheran. I yelp, still overstimulated from the video. He places his hands on my shoulders to steady me. Everything all right, Rose? Though his skin is wrinkled, like mine, he hasn't lost his strong voice. It makes me even more flustered. I wave him away and assure him I'm fine. I turn to retreat to my apartment. Wait, he touches my elbow. Are we still having lunch today? The color of his eyes strikes me. They're brown like molasses, sweet like his spirit. I wonder if he's a sweet lover. Perhaps he'd massage my naked shoulders. Perhaps he'd cut my breasts and caress them. Perhaps he'd swirl the tips of his fingers around my erect nipples. Perhaps he'd kiss them or even nibble on them. Rose? I snap out of my naughty fantasy to stinging nipples. They protrude from my sweater. I want to feel horrified, but instead I feel electrified. What has Gail done to me? Billy can't see me like this. I hold my laptop in front of my breasts and reply too emphatically, yes, yes, of course. Same time? He smiles and nods. I say goodbye and hustle back to my apartment to pray for guidance. Is masturbation truly a sin? What should I do about these fantasies of Billy? Would I be unvirtuous if I shared my bed with him? God is silent during my prayers. Today's lunch was the same, but different. Billy told me stories, and I had to guess whether or not they were true. I told him jokes I had found in a book in the library, and we rated them from best to worst. But today, I couldn't ignore how happy I was with him, and I couldn't stop thinking about that video. My filthy mind imagined Billy and me in that scene. He spanked me between superhuman thrusts. The room echoed with my lewd exclamations. I even reveled at the thought of others filming me, of recording my journey to ecstasy until I violently, unashamedly shook in front of them, until I shook so spectacularly that I hardened the phalluses of even the shallowest men. While the devil's desires flooded my brain and my blood, God was still silent. He did not protest when I placed my hot hand on Billy's, and he did not protest when, without thought, I invited him to my apartment. Billy has visited before to play board games, so he's comfortable here. He isn't phased when I ask him to sit next to me at my desk. His body language changes, however, when I type P-O-R-N into my computer's search engine. Drunk on decades of repressed lust, I impulsively click the first link. The sight Gale showed me appears. Billy whispers, Rose, what are you doing on this website? I peek over at him with a mischievous smile. I thought perhaps we could watch something together. I begin scrolling down the page. He clears his throat. Well, this is certainly 
different than I remember. After a deep breath, he squints at the screen and says, There's a lot more than there was when we were younger, and oh my, what is his mouth doing on her butthole? He lifts his finger to point, and the unabashed vixen in me vanishes. I grab his finger before he can identify the video. No, I don't want to see that. Heat blossoms in my cheeks from Billy's finger. It's stiff, straight, like his posture. Perhaps something else could react similarly. We lower our hands onto the desk, and I still have not seen the man's mouth on the woman's butthole. I stare at the other side of the screen to make sure things stay that way. Though half of the screen is now off-limits, there is a good deal to watch. It seems the videos are mostly of young women's lips around men's penises. Amazingly, when I hover my mouse over a thumbnail, a video starts to play. There are quite a few videos of men bumping their hips against smooth, round bottoms. The men hold the women's graceful waists while they guide their penises in and out of the women's wet entrances, as evidenced by how the men's penises shine in the light. It's all a bit overwhelming. I ask Billy to pick something. After some protest about why he should choose, he agrees to select a video from the Library of Pornography. He points. Let's try this one. The heat in my cheek floods to my chest. He chose a video of a young woman touching herself on her bed. Her legs are spread right in front of the camera, so all I can see are the soft petals of her womanhood. And I can see them very clearly. Once again, she is hairless. Why are they all hairless? My pulse races. This is a video of a woman masturbating. Did Billy hear my conversation with Gail? Is this finally a sign from God? I hope this is God's blessing. I click the video. The woman sighs, and my heart sparks with timid excitement. The sounds of her fingers slipping between each wet fold project from the speakers. This experience is very different with the volume on. I hear her pleasure. I hear her reward herself. I hear her discover what feels best. Out of the corner of my eye, I see Billy watching me watch the woman. Though my feminine center zings at his interest in how I react to the video, I try to ignore him. The young woman moans as her glistening finger disappears inside her. I can imagine the possibilities she has at her fingertips, quite literally. She could swirl her finger around. She could press on especially sensitive areas and let the sensations spread through her core. She could clench and release around her knuckles and imagine it were a glorious penis. She decides to emulate a penis. She slides her finger in and out of herself in a hypnotizing rhythm. With increasing intensity, her moans sharpen into labored whimpers. She vigorously rubs the apex of her opening until her hips jolt and she shakes in front of the camera. The apex of my own opening is tantalizingly tense. It pulses at the thought of being touched by a finger or a mouth. I shift in my seat to try and ease the pressure. Rose? I forgot that Billy is here. Quietly, he asks, have you ever done that before? Heat rushes all the way to my hard nipples. I admit, I have not, but I am willing to try it. 
My hands fly to my mouth. When Billy smiles like a teenage boy, I become so hot that I want to remove my clothing. Do you want to try it now? I gasp. I fan myself as I retort. You want to watch me? His eyes shine like dark caramel as he nods. My cheeks burn at the thought of those eyes watching my fingers between me. But I have to look at the floor. Ashamed, I also admit. I don't look like her. I jump when he booms in a laugh. I hope not. She's way too young for me. I exhale in relief and let my other emotions float to the surface. Adoration, trepidation, and flaming lust. I stand. With my fingers at my stretchy waistband, I suggest we meet on the bed. He agrees, and it's quite possible I nearly have a heart attack when he slides down his trousers. His erection is almost as tall as that young man's. He cautiously slides onto my bed. He waits for me to remove my trousers. I slide them down my hips and let them fall to the floor. I can only hear my pounding heart as I approach him. I slide onto my bed. After a shy moment, I open my legs so he can see the most intimate part of me. His chest heaves while he stares at my untrimmed womanhood. God is silent. What should I do? Should I touch myself? What if I go even further as an unmarried woman? What if I go there with a Lutheran? There is moaning behind me. I turn to my laptop and find the young woman now sitting on her bed and humping a decorative pillow. Her legs straddle it while her hips grind forward and backward. She pulls the edge of the pillow up between her legs as if she were riding a saddle. Soft whines escape between her heavy breaths. When she pinches her nipple, I want to pinch mine. She cries out and trembles even more than before. I didn't know it was possible for a woman to orgasm more than once during a sexual session. That woman chose to film herself masturbate not once, but twice. To my God, or rather to the men who claim to represent him, she has sinned. Yet she looks so peaceful. With the pillow still between her legs, she basks in the sunlight from her window. How could something so calming be so evil? With a breath of courage, I slide my fingers between my legs. I savor my thick, moist arousal. Each petal is sensitive in its own way. I caress them and let the tingling spread to my thighs and my belly. The soft skin is delicate, but it inspires strong sensations as I more intentionally stroke it. My middle finger sneaks between my petals' dangling maze and finds my precious entrance. It slides inside without hesitation, and its confidence shocks both Billy and me. While I glide my finger in and out of me, I stare at him, truly stare, for the first time. Our breathing heavies, our eyes shine, and his penis rises even higher. The skin appears so taut that I worry it will tear. His excitement excites me. My finger's pace quickens like the young woman's. My head falls as my eyes close, and I moan deeper than I've ever moaned before. I yip when a large finger presses against the apex of my opening. Billy swirls his finger around what feels like a little ball. 
My body swells with long-lost energy when he touches his mouth to mine. Hot tingling erupts under my skin. The longer he kisses me, the more it overwhelms me. A little overwhelmed himself, he breathes. I would lick it, but my back. The image of his chocolate eyes between my legs is enough to set me off. I tremble against our soaked fingers to both of our surprise. Our success seems to encourage him. He centers his hips between my legs and slides his magnificent manhood inside. We both cry out. When I let my head fall onto the comforter, he locks himself on top of me and urgently thrusts. I haven't felt like this in so long that every gliding inch of him makes me wail into my apartment. It's usually so quiet, but at this moment my euphoria fills it with every exaltation of his name. Not God. Billy. My bed shakes while I praise him again and again, and each time he responds with harder thrusts that reach me at my core. He shouts and finally expels himself, which triggers in me a fit of tremors. I convulse again with pride and joy for myself. I deserve to be happy, sexually and emotionally. I deserve to love myself. The church be damned. I deserve to love another man, whether we're married or not, whether we're young or old, whether he's Catholic or Lutheran or nothing at all. My rapturous shaking continues long after his hips calm. We settle under my covers. He convinced me to get completely naked, but I tell him he can't look under the sheet. He has to use his old-fashioned imagination. He sighs with a smile and puts his hands behind his head. I hide my giddiness while I retrieve something from my bedside table. I've kept it for a special occasion, and this moment undoubtedly meets that criteria. The lighter clicks, and I slowly inhale as the tobacco burns at the end of the cigarette. Billy sits up as I exhale a long drag of smoke. Those aren't allowed here. I smile around the cigarette. Want one? He laughs and lets me hold the lighter when he lights his up. We cuddle with his arm around my shoulders while we enjoy the smoke and nicotine in silence. I don't remember the last time I was so happy. Then the fire alarm goes off. We frantically put out our cigarettes in an empty pill bottle and try to clear away the smoke. It's no use. The apartment door flies open. Nurse Rebecca calls, Rose, we have to evacuate. Through the haze of the smoke, she stares at us in my bed. Billy and I burst into laughter. Rebecca puts her hands on her hips. You two! When did you become such troublemakers? Billy cheekily replies, Rebecca, unless you want to see me naked, I suggest you give us a moment alone. She points her finger. You have three minutes. We still giggle after she closes the door. Once we've finished dressing, he takes my hand and we walk out into the blaring hallway. What else did you think could go wrong? Cause I've been trying to cope, but I can't see strong. What else did you think might be true? 
All right, Lurid listeners, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. That was Love and Porn in a Retirement Home, written by Claire Cup. If you want more from Claire, you can follow her on Twitter at KinkyClaireCup. If you want to follow the show, please do so at the KMQ. Don't forget, we're doing giveaways there of Coming Soon, Women's Orgasm Erotica, edited by the magnificent Rachel Kramer Bustle and narrated by me, Rose Carraway. Remember to leave us a review so that more Lured listeners can find us. Audio production by Big Daddy, Dave Carraway. The KMQ would like to thank the following musical artists. Fog Lake, featuring their song, Roswell. And the KMQ introduction music by Vivich. The Kiss Me Quicks Erotica Podcast is a Stupid Fish production and is brought to you by Coming Soon, Women's Orgasm Erotica. Stupid fish. You know what I was thinking, actually? Instead of um, saying the kiss me quicks, what tripped me up in the intro was uh, saying the cuck me quick. The cuck me quicks erotica <laughs> podcast. I give license to me. I do have cuck week on the brain. <laughs> that would be an interesting podcast. Cuck me quick. Maybe that's, that's a, pretty a story good title. Yeah, that's a pretty good story title. <laughs> All right. I'm writing that down. (laughs) Anybody can use that. I don't care. (laughs) Just, you know, acknowledge that I gave you that inspirational title. (laughs) Yeah. Cook me quick. That's pretty good.